That's a growler. Do you feel like you took a wrong turn in life? Welcome to Morrow's Motivations, where we talk with people who educate, motivate, and captivate you with inspirational stories. Here's Dontrell. Thank you. I'm excited to introduce our next guest, Mr. Dawson Frogling. Dawson is a sales manager for the company Vivid Smart Home. Today, I'm excited for him to share his expertise and how he's learned the art of sales and how he's seen massive growth come out of an industry where he had very little experience early on and saw that within a three-month time period, he had the ability to change his whole life and circumstances based upon hard work, dedication, and of course, not doubting his natural skills. All right, Dawson, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate you giving me some of your time. How's everything going out there? It's, it's going great. Just been super busy, so I'm glad we could nail down a time to finally get together. Oh, I totally agree, man. For anybody who's wondering, Dawson is joining us today from Salt Lake City, Utah. Little, I guess, suburb out there in that same area. What What's the name of your town? Vineyard. It's like right next to Orem, close to Utah Valley University. Yeah, I definitely know what that is. That's my automator right there. So, uh, automator, rather. (laughs) I love the fact that you have done what you've even called yourself the impossible, which really comes to say that it's, it's possible for anyone. And you have this story about how you've been able to be successful in the world of sales. And I definitely want you to kind of give a background about not only how you got to that place in your life as far as your career right now, but just give a general background about a little bit about where you come from and what you think makes yourself you. Give us a background of some things about what you like and where you're from. So I I grew up my whole life in a small town in North Carolina. It's probably about 40,000 people. Grew up there my whole life. Uh, I'm one of three boys. I was in the middle, uh, a decent sized family. Grew up there, I played sports my whole life. I mean, from the time I could walk, I was playing basketball on my little tight hoop in, in, in my house and loved sports. Grew up playing sports, I played basketball, tennis, baseball, golf, soccer, football. I mean, I played it all. But the main main sports I played were, were basketball and tennis. And then I had an opportunity to um, go and play those in college, ended up, just deciding that probably wasn't what was best for me. I, I went and served a mission or service mission for my church and learned a lot and, and grew a lot in that experience and that opportunity. It really just gave me an outlook on life that was completely different than before. Um, before that, everything was sports. Everything was, you know, how, how am I going to play sports in college? That was my dream. And so after that mission trip, I, I decided, you know, um, there's a lot more important things in life than, than basketball, than sports. Um, and so I decided, you know, I want to go ahead and start working so that I can start saving up some money to one day, you know, start a family and, and be able to support my family and um, not have to worry. I, I mean, I grew up, my dad was successful and treated us really well. And so I grew up, you know, in a, in a great, great home. And so I wanted to be able to give that and, and even more to my potential family one day. So I decided, you know, there's, there's a lot more important things than, than sports. And so I decided not to play. I came out here to UVU, to Utah Valley University. 
and started school. My first job, I, I went to a job fair and I got an interview at the job fair. So I, I went up and met up with um, the manager uh, at the job. It was a company called Estefy, a tech company here. And so I interviewed, I got the job. And for some reason, I, I don't know why, I guess he just really enjoyed our interview, liked me in the interview and <clears throat> actually gave me a 50 cent raise automatically. So I was making $14 an hour versus my friends that I introduced to him making 1350. And so automatically I started off pretty well coming from my high school job, making 725 an hour, working really hard, doing manual labor to then get home off my mission, freshman in college, making 14 an hour. I thought I hit the jackpot. Um, I thought that was just, you know, I died and gone to heaven. I was killing it <laughs> for where I was <laughs> yeah. in life. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I started doing that. And what I was doing was setting appointments for a closer. So I was doing phone sales, um, setting appointments. And and I grinded. I worked hard and was hitting my quotas. And I enjoyed it. But to be honest, I kind of got old for a while. And the compensation plan, like the commission structure wasn't that great. And um, I felt like I just wasn't being compensated for what I was doing, being a top performer, what I always wanted to be, and just wasn't being compensated for that. And um, there wasn't a whole lot of opportunity to grow within the company, just where they were at. And so I ended up deciding to go to another company called Zip Local. It's a marketing agency here in Provo. And I was closing deals. And so I got a closing position there. So it was a bit of a, a promotion or an upgrade going there. And I went from $14 an hour actually to $18 an hour, automatically switching jobs. And again, I thought I was killing it. <laughs> and uh, there was there was some commission to be given and um, things like that. I was actually one of the youngest people there. It was a lot of people's full-time job. I was just part-time while I was going to school. Um, I was the youngest one there, I think, by 20 years. <laughs> and so that, that was a little different for me, but it was a great learning experience as well. I loved it for the time I was there. But I ended up getting a call from this company. I, they ended up seeing my resume online on LinkedIn or Indeed or somewhere. They saw my resume and reached out to me. It was a startup company called Ovation. And they, they reached out to me, interviewed me and said they wanted to hire me and said, hey, I want to give you this salary. We want you to grow with us and eventually, you know, get equity in these things. And so I was like, dang, that's a, that's a sweet opportunity. And so I went there, I would say maybe a little naive to like what all that entailed, but it was a great opportunity. And, and again, like I loved it. It was a great learning experience for me and I wouldn't change anything because I learned a lot while I was there. I started with a $30,000 salary with some commission and that was huge um, going from an hourly wage part-time to, Hey, we want to give you salary and we want to give you a little tiny bit of equity in the company and also give you some commission. I, I mean, I was set, man. I was like, I could do this. For the, for the remainder of college and, and continue to grow in the company as the company grows. And I really, really, really loved it and, and learned a lot about myself is like um, being able to sit down and motivate myself to work hard um, and achieve and hit these goals that, that they were asking. I mean, I did great. I beat every single record that the owners of the company had set for setting appointments in, in a day, in a week, in a month. And and that was awesome. That was an awesome opportunity for, for me to be able to achieve that and also for them as a company to, to continue to grow and, and see success. Sounds like that you both learned from one another. They took a chance on you and you delivered. One thing that I that I'm hearing is it sounds like you made these decisions that they that they came to you and that but you put yourself out there. I'm just wondering 
What would you say honestly separates you from a lot of the other college students that are in your area? Because, I mean, I'm sure, you know, a lot of people may have that opportunity, but what experience or experiences did you have that made you decide one day to say, you know, I'm not going to be the average ordinary college student. I'm really going to go out there and set these goals and make this path for myself. Yeah, for sure. So I've always been a very motivated person myself and always believed in myself and in my abilities. Um, I was successful in sports. I was successful on my mission trip and successful in other jobs that I've had. And so I've always been, I would say, a risk taker that people would kind of label me as a risk taker. Because to me, I think of myself, it's not really risk. I'm like, I will succeed because that is what I have to do. And I will do whatever it takes to succeed in this opportunity or this job. And so outside looking in, it's probably like, oh, that's pretty risky to do that. Or this is this is risky. To me, it's, it's not a risk, but I would say I'm a risk taker. And that's what people would probably label me as. But then also I'm, I'm confident in that decision and confident in my abilities that I'm going to achieve that goal. And I think that's the most important thing is being confident in yourself. I mean, I, I'm the first to say I'm not perfect. The first to say there's people better than me, but I'm willing to work hard. And, and believe in myself that I can't achieve those things. I mean, I, I've always believed, you know, the chances that you take and the people that you meet really are going to define your success and, and define who you are. And so these opportunities came to me and I was able to leave what was comfortable for something that the opportunity was greater and, and that would be labeled as a risk to, to leave something that I had secure that I'm doing well in. I left, took that risk and was successful in those things as well because you know, I was willing to take that risk and I was willing to work hard for those and the opportunities came to me. That's awesome. How do you how do you balance your time as a full time worker and going to college? I mean, did you have to ever like look at your schedule and say, how am I going to get this done? Like what what, if anything, motivated you to to keep going and, and to keep a, a balance of those things? Yeah, no, it is probably some of the hardest things I've ever done. When I when I especially went to Ovation and I switched to full-time, I did a lot of online classes and night classes. And that was hard. I, I would go into Ovation at eight in the morning, sometimes 7.30, depending on if I had a meeting to meet with a business owner. And then I'd be done at 5.30 and I'd go to class at six or 6.30 and wouldn't get done till eight or 8.30 on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then I'd have my online classes. And it was hard, you know, it, it was really, really hard. And to be honest, it, it drained me and it, it wore on me and wore on me and I got really tired and it, you know, it was a learning experience for me, but I think what, what kept me motivated and what kept me in that was my motivation to succeed. And, um, I ended up actually buying a house. And so that was an, also a motivation to me, uh, because, you know, it wasn't just a little bit, you know, pay for a room in an apartment anymore with a bunch of roommates. It was, I have a mortgage now. I, I I have to succeed. There's no opportunity or option to fail. That's just not an option for me anymore. And so that kept me driven and kept me motivated and kept me kind of moving along while while going to school. And so it was like, I think having goals and having ambitions and having things to work towards and, and, and reasons to work hard help keep you motivated as well. Nice. So you got yourself a house. You started establishing... Uh, these life goals for yourself, what would you, I guess, credit as far as 
you know, some of the traits that you you feel like you've learned in your in your jobs along the way. You you mentioned hitting certain goals and feeling each time that you that you reached a level of success that you just felt like, okay, I've done this. Now what? Like, uh, how do you how do you keep yourself focused on the great, I guess, prizes that you you've set for yourself? So I guess what I would attribute my motivation to, or my success, or I guess my um, you know, desire to work hard, my work ethic, honestly, is I would attribute to my father, my dad. He um, is probably one of my biggest role models in who who I want to be, you know, as a husband, as a father and, and things one day. But also what I can take from that now is my work ethic and, and what he showed me growing up. I've never seen someone work harder than my dad. He's a chiropractor. He built his practice from nothing and it's super successful today. And, and that man works harder than anyone I've ever seen. And so growing up, seeing that, seeing the sacrifices he made for us um, and how hard he worked, even, you know, now 25 years into his career, how hard he's still willing to work for, for his family. It just has been something that um, really motivates me and that, that I wanted to become as well. And so that really is where I learned, you know, you need to work hard for what you, you get. Stuff doesn't come easy. Really people that aren't willing to work hard aren't willing to achieve greatness because greatness doesn't come easily. Uh, greatness comes when you're willing to work hard. And so that's something that I learned from him. But I guess my work experience, just being able to hit those goals and achieve those goals are something that continue to motivate me. Okay, I can do this. I have done it. I can do it in this new setting. And so as those opportunities came to me and it looked like better opportunities or that seemed like there was more growth. I'm, I'm like, okay, I've already done that here. That was a risk that I took and I succeeded. There's no reason I can't succeed in this new new element. It's doing similar thing, just with the new company, with the new opportunity. And so I just try and always look at it, uh, you know, half glass full in, in a positive mindset that I can achieve these things and, and I can succeed. And that kind of leads me to like where I am today, um, where I am right now. Is I'm not at ovation anymore. I, like I said, I, I did personally, you know, it, it drained me and stuff. And there wasn't as much growth as promised, which wasn't their fault. It just the company wasn't growing as fast as, as they expected. But, you know, I want I've, I have goals for myself, things I want to achieve. And I felt like I had kind of outgrown that position and, and where I wanted to be. Just personally, I think it's a great opportunity. Um, but just where I wanted to be, I, I couldn't achieve that right then. In, in that opportunity, in that position. And so I took a big, and this was a risk, even I'll admit that what I did was was really risky. Having a mortgage and things like that, I left that position and went to do what's called summer sales, which is a very familiar thing if you're from here, but it's door-to-door sales. And that was an extreme risk, even I'll admit that, because I went from having a salary and commission and a little equity to, to fall back on as well to a full commission, 100% commission job. I went from nothing, from a lot guaranteed and some bonuses to absolutely nothing guaranteed. It was all based on, on me. And that was a big risk, but it also has been the best thing to ever happen to me. And what I love about it is I do get what I'm worth. You know, I could work as hard as I possibly could on salary and my commission was capped out. You know, I, I didn't feel like 
I was getting paid what I was worth. I, I mean, I could just get by and make the same amount as if I was crushing it. And so having this opportunity door to door and 100% commission, I get what I'm worth. I, I get what I put into it. And that is where I thrive, I feel like, because I am a hard worker. I'm willing to work hard and, and go get what I need to, to do um, and achieve what I need to achieve. And it's all based on me. It's not based on anyone else. It's not based on any limitations by what I'm allowed to earn. I'm able to earn whatever is possible for me. And so mm-hmm. being able to put in 100% of my effort into that has, has been the best thing that ever happened to me. Last year was my first year doing it. And I, having sales experience before and um, leadership positions in sports and on my mission trip, they actually had me manage a branch of an office of the company in Kansas City. And it was a great experience for me. It was a small office. There was just six of us there. But in three three months, we ended up producing four hundred and fifty thousand in revenue for the company. Wow! Which which was huge. You know that that was an awesome opportunity. Just in three months, four hundred and fifty thousand dollars in revenue for the company, and one hundred and fifty of that being what I produced myself. I sold three hundred five accounts, which was a really really um, big achievement for me, and, and produced one hundred and fifty thousand in revenue. And ended up, up last year going from making. 30,000 at that tech company to then last year I made $85,000, which was a huge jump and a huge accomplishment I felt for me. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like you said earlier, you felt like you had hit the jackpot when you were just making 14, you know, an hour, but to move from that to bringing home 80 grand in one summer, that's that's amazing, especially for someone your age in, in college. One thing I loved and that, that stood out to me, you talked about the importance of hard work and that if a person is willing to work hard, they can see anything happen and see big results from that. What would you say to those individuals out there that do say that they that they work hard, that, that would say that they're full-time students, maybe working two or three jobs just to try to maintain either a home or an apartment, and they don't know if they have either the, the stamina, like the energy to keep up, or or the confidence. I mean, how much would you say that it is something that has to be more of a confidence builder in yourself or just the the hard worth ethic on its own? I think a lot of it has to do with, with work ethic and what you're willing to put in to get what um, what you want out of it, to achieve what, what you want. Also, the opportunity and, and just the place you're in. I mean, I feel very blessed for the opportunities that I've received and, and that I've had. I feel like there there are blessings uh, to me. But also, you, you're in the position you're in, right? Um, we're all in different places in life. And what I would say to you is don't give up because you can do it. I 100% believe that your attitude and your work ethic determines your success. It determines where you are because you can't always control the situation that you're in. So like I said earlier, you know, the chances you take and the people you meet kind of define your success is, is very true, but you can't always control who you meet or the position you're in. What you can control are your work ethic and your attitude. And so as long as you can stay positive and motivated in your situation, you can be successful. You can achieve whatever you want. And that's the biggest thing for me is managing that branch. It was a huge learning experience for me, something that was different for me. 
having to motivate these guys to go out and work every day and go out and knock doors in a hundred degree weather sometimes in Kansas City it doesn't always sound fun, <laughs> but <laughs> not at all. Yeah, but it's it's something that it, staying motivated and, and seeing what you can achieve from doing that and and what you can can get out of it is, is the most important thing. And so what I preached and, and tried to really really teach and, and maintain was a good attitude and and positivity and that's the biggest thing for me is or why i think i'm where i'm at is i've always tried to stay positive no matter my situation because there are weeks where you know i hit my quotas and everything but there are weeks where i'm like dude i'm never gonna hit this uh this sucks like this is hard it's not always easy so i i, I didn't really mean to paint all all i've done is like something easy and something you know that i walked into and it was just easy it was every single thing i did was hard but because I was able to stay positive, because I was willing to work hard, I was able to achieve it. There were days, you know, at the end of the month where I was like, I have to sell three today. I'm never, I'm not going to hit my quota this month. Like I'm in trouble. And I would be like, no, like Dawson, come on. Like you can do it. Just put your phone away. Stop texting your girlfriend, you know, work hard. Um, <laughs> you know, you can talk to her when you get home. <laughs> uh, work hard. You, you got five hours left in the day, in the work day. Uh, put your head down and work and and it was just miraculous what what that would do putting my 100 percent effort into something i was able to achieve those goals so it sounds like a lot of a lot of self-motivation and a lot of just full concentration on on those goals every day did you ever set personal goals or vision boards or anything to motivate yourself in that way yeah you know i've, I've always had a path for my life and a goal for my life and where i want to be long term and I have that, and I think about it every day on what I want to achieve. What do I need to do today to get to where I want to be in, in a month? And, and I really do. So right now I'm, I'm recruiting for this next summer, and I know how many guys I want to have, um, how many people I want to help be successful, um, and how many people I need to get to where I want to be. And I love what I do because I'm able to help people be successful, but also it not only does it broaden my vision um, of what I can achieve, but I'm able to instill that in other people and, and open their eyes to what they're able to achieve. And so, yeah, I've always kind of kept in the back of my mind um, where I want to be and what I what I need to do to get there. And I did that when I was working for those tech companies and I do it in the summer as well. And, and even now for recruiting, I, I keep a, a note section in my notes and uh, also have an Excel sheet. And, and a whiteboard and, and I have my goals on there and I have where I'm at and where I still need to be. And I, and I still track those uh, week to week and month to month. So uh, that is something I feel is very important because if you just went out there and you and I was like, for example, last summer, I was like, okay, I need to sell 300 and I'm at zero right now. That sounds terrible. That sounds impossible. And I think you'd feel pretty defeated before you even start. It's, it's, a, it's a big task. And so I think the, the biggest thing for me was like, okay, to sell that, I need to sell this many per week. And that's what I focused on. I was like, okay, break it down per week and then per day. And so today I need to sell two or I need to sell three or I need to sell four to be on track. And that's what I tried to hit. And there were days, you know, where I sold three. There were days, my best day, I sold 13 in one day. And so I think focusing on your goals long-term, but breaking them, them down by short-term goals is what's going to help you achieve those because I think anyone, no matter your mindset, unless you're Superman, you know, <laughs> can, can, can look at, okay, next year I want to make $250,000. 
let's go do it, right? You got to, how do I get there? And what are the little things I need to do to get there to, to achieve those goals? And like I said, staying positive, I think is the most important thing. And I'm actually reading a book right now, um, The Power of Positive Leadership by John Gordon. And one of my favorite quotes, I'm only, you know, three chapters in, so I'm sure there's going to be a lot more things that come up that I love. But I just wanted to share something real quick that I love that I think really changed my perspective on leadership. Absolutely. And, and, and just also gave me insight into what I was doing was good and that I needed to keep doing. And so it says, let me find this spot real quick. It's in chapter two, I think. It says, but the truth is that we are not positive because life is easy. We are positive because life can be hard. Positive leadership is not about fake positivity. It is the real stuff that makes great leaders great. Pessimists do not change the world. Critics write words, but they don't write the future. Naysayers talk about problems, but they don't solve them. Throughout history, we can say that it's the optimists, the believers, the dreamers, the doers, and the positive leaders who change the world. The future belongs to those who believe in it and have the belief, resilience, positivity, and optimism to overcome all the challenges in order to create it. So honestly, that would be my message to everyone, everyone listening and to you, Don Trail, to and to myself, is to continue to stay positive and optimistic in all that you do and and be a go-getter. Um, don't, don't be a pessimist. Be, be someone that is willing to take risks because when you're willing to take risks and you're positive and you're optimistic and you're willing to work hard in the opportunity that you get, you'll, you'll find greatness and you'll be successful. Dude, thank you so much for that. That was awesome. Definitely going to check that book out. I can see why you continue to have a mindset by reading inspirational leadership books and always filling your mind with that in every aspect of your day. Dawson, what would you say to leave our audience with? What is some like personal goals that you now have set for yourself academically and professionally? Like, Where, where do you see yourself being in five years and working towards? So I have a, I have a lot of ambitions and a lot of goals. Um, we'll see where I am in five years. Um, what I do want to achieve, I want to hit the, in five years from now, I want to hit the half a million a year mark. Um, that is something that I do want to achieve. I want to start my own business. Um, but as well as I, I want to continue to empower others and, and empower kids my age, kids in my position, people in college. I want to continue to broaden their vision and, and what they can achieve, not only in the future, but now. And so a goal I have for myself is, so I recruit for Vivid Smart Home. That's who I sell for in the summer. And what I want to do, my goal for every single person that I recruit, that I manage, that, that I help, you know, learn and sell and train is every single one of my recruits, I want to help them do one of two things or, or both things is graduate college debt free. I want to help them be successful enough that they can graduate college debt free. Two is buy their first home because that's been something that's been really cool for me. And it's been a blessing for me as well. And, and it's a really cool opportunity. The housing market's great. And it's been really good for me. So I want to help them do one or both of those things, graduate college debt-free and or buy, buy their first home. So if they're going to buy their first home, they're going to graduate college debt-free as well. So if they do the first one, they, hopefully they can do the second one as well. So that, that's kind of where I want to be. I, I want to continue to grow. I want to hit the half million dollar mark myself. But I also want to help every single person that I mentor, that I train, graduate college debt-free and hopefully, you know, buy their first home. I, you know, probably not everyone can or, or will want to do, do that second one, but definitely the first one is huge for me. 
um, because that's something I've been able to do is, is graduate. I will be able to graduate college debt free. I still have about a year and a half. And so I'll be graduated by that time. I want to have my business. I want to start and also this, but continue to stay positive and, and continue to help those around me achieve their goals and, and broaden their vision is something that I really want to do. Dawson Frogley, my friend, thank you so much for taking this time and sharing all of these insights and and just giving us a glimpse into, you know, how we can can really take charge of our lives and be successful in those personal goals that we set. Be safe out there. Continue on with your success. And for all of our listeners, thank you for joining us for this episode. And we look forward to having another one again soon. Yeah, I appreciate it, Don Trail. And I guess the, just real quick, the last thing I would leave with everyone would just be, you know, never be discouraged and, and never hold back. Give everything you got to the opportunity at hand and and where you're at, and you'll be successful. Stay positive, stay motivated, and good luck to everybody. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate that. Thank you for listening to Morrow's Motivational Podcast. Please join us again next time. Wow, something is really different. I'm a growler.